This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Your biggest problem is your lizard brain. You're probably not going to believe me, but I don't even hear mine anymore. I can't even tell you the last time that I heard the voice in my head trying to give me an excuse to not go to the gym. I can't remember the last time where my lizard brain tried to convince me to play video games, to watch porn, to waste time. Life is amazing when you destroy your lizard brain. Everything that you want in your self-improvement benefits from overcoming your lizard brain. So I'm gonna teach you exactly how I've done it. Let's cover some sciencey shit first because understanding this is half the battle. The lizard brain is the amygdala. The amygdala is one of the oldest parts of our brain. The amygdala is the reason why we are alive today. It is the reason why humans are still in existence because that was the part of our brain that allowed us to overcome the saber-toothed tiger that attacked the tribe. We were given the fight or flight message by the amygdala. It kept us safe. It is an amazing, strong part of our brain, but it's not as strong as the modern day addictions. The software developers and the food companies, they know exactly how your amygdala works. And so they're gonna manipulate that. Have you ever felt FOMO? Fear of missing out. That is your amygdala lighting up. Fear of missing out pretty much always means in terms of social experiences. And it's especially experienced in people who quit social media. They want you to feel like that. They want your amygdala to give you that feeling of FOMO. That is the feeling that kept people alive because if you felt that fear of missing out, there was a chance that you would be banished from the tribe, that the tribe might leave without you. That is what kept people alive. Again, the software developers know that. They've done everything in their power to make sure that you feel that FOMO before you quit social media. Just know that most of your problems right now comes from your amygdala either being manipulated by the modern day society that we've got or just in general with your amygdala lighting up when it's not supposed to. This is also how anxiety works. Anxiety is just when your amygdala is overactive. The amygdala is countered by the prefrontal cortex. This PFC, this is the newest part of our brain, the most evolved part of our brain. This is what makes humans humans. If you can remember your goals, if you can remember the law of the country that you're in, if you can remember that it's, it's bad to steal, to punch someone. That's your PFC. 
and what we want in every endeavor that we're trying to get, we want our PFC to be as active as possible because that is what reminds us of our goals. You can probably remember some times right now where you had an internal battle. The words in your mind were fighting each other. One side was telling you to do a bad activity, to eat the junk food. And the other side was saying, no, 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 but if I eat it, I'll feel guilty. And you know, I, I don't want to eat it because I've already broken my diet once this week. This clash is the amygdala fighting the PFC. You can literally hear the different sides of your brain arguing, and that's a good thing. That is at least you having a, a decent level of awareness. So if you felt this before, you're already halfway to curing yourself. Let me tell you my personal transformation story so you can better understand this. What was life like for me, let's say a year or two ago? I definitely, although I didn't have any kind of brain scans, I had at least the symptoms of someone who has an overactive amygdala. I had major anxiety. I genuinely believed that I was in danger every single day. No, no, that, that is me literally sugarcoating it. I believe that I was in danger every few seconds. Every few seconds, a thought would pop into my head. That guy over there might stab you. That guy over there might run behind you and put you into a chokehold. Don't step on that, it might break. Scary shit. Do you think I was focused during this time? Do you think I was mindful and grateful of the moments? Do you think I was thinking about my goals? No, I was thinking about skipping the gym because on the way to the gym, there might be a group of guys who try to stab me. So I miss the gym, I miss the gym quite a lot. Now I have always had a binge eating disorder. For as long as I can remember, I have overate even when I am sickly full to the point that I my stomach genuinely is painful with how much it's been pressed and I feel sick and disgusted by myself, but I'd continue. I can now describe this as the feeling of, of needing to eat to counter the thoughts of the amygdala. It's, it's kind of hard to explain and I know that someone in this position would be able to relate. If you've got a binge eating disorder, you'll know exactly what I mean. It feels like there's a part of your brain that you have to satisfy and only when it's satisfied do you move into the PFC in which then you're just left with the guilt and disappointment of, of forgetting about your goals. Another reason why I believe I've always had a overactive amygdala is because I am prone to addiction. I am prone to overdoing any kind of substance, including drugs, including video games. I found that when I get into something and I seem to enjoy it, I do it until I can't do it anymore. The drugs that I took, I was doing them every day, including ones that you wouldn't even believe that people were doing every day. Like MDMA is reasonable to take, let's say three, four times a year. I was doing it twice a week. Weed, obviously a lot of people smoke weed, but I was smoking weed not just every day, but all day. I was waking up, smoking it, and smoking until it was bedtime pretty much every day. I felt powerless and constantly anxious about this, that I felt anxious until I had that thing that cured the, the thought of the amygdala. It's truly been such a detriment in my life. And now that I'm at this stage of overcoming the lizard brain, I look back and I get quite sad because to cure this problem, all it really took was two steps of education and just doing some practical steps that I'm gonna tell you. If I watched this video 10 years ago, my life would have been very, very different. Of course, you know, I can say I'm grateful for this stuff now, so it doesn't really count because obviously the worst things that have happened to me that, you know, the addictions and all this shit is why I'm here today. So I'm grateful for it, but at least if you're watching this and you're currently trying to quit weed, if you're watching this and you keep binge eating, if you keep going on to video games or all the addictions that you've got, if you feel like that lizard brain, the amygdala is just fucking your life, I hope to give you that value that will change that. So how do I feel now? 
after around eight months of actively trying to destroy this lizard brain, the amygdala, how do I feel? Life is amazing. I, I, I am being honest. I don't hear the, the lizard brain in my mind anymore. There is no clash. The, you know, before there would be a clash where, you know, you should, go, you should go to the gym, you wanna make muscle, you've only been four times this week, you should go to, no, 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 don't go, don't go. It's comfy right now, you're comfy in bed. Let's go play video games. No, don't play video games because you've been playing so much and it's not good for you. Let, go eat the junk food. Make sure you eat it right now because your brother might eat all the food instead. So if you don't eat it, someone else will eat it. No, because you're, you're in a calorie deficit. You're trying to cut and you've been bulking up whilst on this cut. Imagine that being in your mind every day. And now imagine that it's not at all. That when I wake up, it's like there's only one source of thoughts and it's coming from my PFC. That I wake up, yeah, it's, it's the gym day. It's just training day and it's leg day. I don't even debate it. There's no debate. And now it's like I can do so much that it seems ridiculous that I don't just go and train once in the gym upper body. Just today, this, this is, I'm gonna be honest, this is not a special day at all. I woke up, I went and trained upper body for about one hour and 10 minutes. I then put on my gym rings. Let me show you. My gym rings bag, which has got quite a lot of stuff in. This bag weighs at least, let's say five kilograms. That's probably even sugar coating. It's probably a little bit heavier. Five kilograms and then I ran four kilometers with that to my gym ring spot or two kilometers to my gym ring spot. Hit an hour of gym rings training. Here's a few clips as well. We also tried hitting the back lever for the first time and this is what it looked like. Brace that core. Straight. That's it. Bring your upper body a little bit higher up. Your neck and your upper back. Hold that, hold that, hold that, hold that, hold that, hold it, 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 Right, yeah, go down, right? Then bring them back up. Squeeze, 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 squeeze. Man, that is it, that is it, that is it. That is it. That's the line. It's awesome, isn't it? That's the line, that is the line. Yeah, there's no doubt about that, man. That was intense, holy shit. Pretty sick. And then I ran another two kilometers back. This was first thing in the morning. So 
essentially I did three training sessions, the gym session, the weighted run, and the gym ring session. And I smiled through it. Genuinely, I smiled through it. it it's like, it was obviously tough physically, but honestly, it was, it was pleasant emotionally and psychologically. And this has never been the case before these last few months where I've put all my intention into destroying this weak part of my brain. In a practical sense, that means that I don't think about eating the chocolate. There is literally two bags full of crisps and chocolate right there. I don't touch them. It, it's not even that, you know, that I've got the willpower. It's like willpower isn't even needed. It's like, imagine willpower being that debate between the PFC and the amygdala and the PFC winning. There is no longer a debate. It is literally just the thoughts of the, the prefrontal cortex. And honestly, it's barely even the thoughts of the prefrontal cortex. It's like, it's not even in my mind thinking, no, don't eat it because you've got goals. It's like, it's nothing. It's just an entity in this world that means nothing to me. How sick is that? As someone, like I wanna be proud of myself here, as someone who has been a binge eater for all of his life, there is the, the stuff that I would binge eat right there and it does nothing to me. Anxiety. This is probably the biggest part of this transformation. I genuinely had severe anxiety and here is my mental health score when I took the NHS test. Now I'm gonna be honest, I don't completely believe that it would be exactly zero, zero. It definitely is zero for depression. I feel absolutely no depressive symptoms, but I'd say for anxiety, realistically, if, you know, on this scale of zero to 20, I, I think I'd be around four or five. The reason why my score is so low for anxiety on this test is just because I haven't really been in the situations much where anxiety would flare up. My anxiety always used to flare up when I'd be outside and especially on public transport. Now it was active in the house as well, but either way you can see it's been a terrific progress, whether or not you know the scale is completely accurate or whatever, but a huge progress. My mind is so still that I don't feel like I'm in danger. How amazing is that? And personally, I haven't really seen anyone give you a specific guide on how to do this or at least you know tell their story of okay this is the lizard brain it is the cause of your problems this is how to crush that lizard and so there is two things i did you're already going to know what they are meditation dopamine detox don't click away just because i said meditation there's two types of people watching this some people have already tried to meditate because I've told them to and they're like, oh yes, like meditation is so good, fair enough. And the other people watching this try to meditate twice. It didn't work for them. So now they get annoyed anytime someone mentions meditation. If you're that person, know that you are truly missing out and you've just got this dumbass ego that's stopping you because, oh, you tried it three times and it didn't have an effect on you. The analogy I always give is that meditation will work for you. Just stop being like that dumbass who goes to the gym three days and says, oh, but it didn't even work, I'm still fat. No shit. You have been doing the actions that have polluted your brain with the internet for 10 years, 20 years, 25 years. To counteract that, it's not gonna be three meditation sessions of, you know, 15 minutes of meditation isn't gonna counter that. You're not gonna feel that at all. But five minutes every single day for six months, you will feel it. And when you feel it, you will be making these videos just like I am. You'll be going up to friends and family and almost getting a little bit aggressive thinking, how is it possible that other people don't want this benefit? How is it possible that other people refuse to meditate? That is insane. 
Like you have to genuinely be crazy to not want these benefits. I feel like I'm just going on a rant, but at least that's, it shows how much meditation has transformed my life. And for the people that I've put onto it, it's the exact same. I'm not special, they're not special. Meditation does that for you if you just open your mind up to it and stop being so ignorant and you know, oh, but it didn't even work for me. Shut up, bro, didn't even work for me. Oh yeah, I meditated for five minutes and I didn't counteract 20 years of internet addiction. It didn't even work for me. Dumbass. So on a lighter note, okay, here is my meditation stats using the two apps that I use. I forgot what it is exactly, but it's more than 300 sessions on just one of the app. And the other one, I believe is about 35 total hours, maybe a little bit more. So fantastic. This is over eight months. Meditation has scientific proof that it alters your brain state. Not many things do that. In fact, only from what I know, only a few, a handful of things do that. And that's the things that I preach to you guys. Meditation, gratitude journaling, daily exercise, generosity, kindness, loving relationships with friends and family. Meditation has that proof that it reduces activity in the amygdala and increases activity in the prefrontal cortex. Amazing. That is exactly what we're trying to do here. So the practical advice I want to give to you is to think of meditation as a lifelong habit, to stop thinking that, oh, you know, it's something you're going to try. No, no, no. It is going to be like sleeping and eating. You're going to be sleeping and eating and breathing for the rest of your life every single day. Well, I want you to now consider meditation as part of one of those baseline activities, the non-negotiable. Of course, you're going to be sleeping. Of course, you're going to be meditating part of your day. I want you to imagine being 65, still meditating every single day. That's all you got to do. Two minutes a day, one minute a day. Just focus on that. Stop trying to think, oh, but I can't feel it. Yeah, it does nothing for me, bro. It does nothing. Shut up, bro. It does nothing for you. You've done it for like two weeks or you've done it for like three sessions. Of course, it does nothing for you. If you're watching my videos and we're a few minutes into this now, put your trust in me. Your brain, what you're hearing in your mind telling you that it doesn't work is literally the amygdala. Anytime someone tells me, oh, meditation doesn't work, that is your amygdala fighting against what would kill it. So stop listening to it. Start listening to my brain because right now your PFC is too weak for you to even listen to it, for you to even hear it. So you've got to listen to the brain of someone who's putting more intention into this. And if I'm telling you meditation's good and you've been watching my channel and shit, literally what do I gain from telling you to meditate? Meditation is, is completely free. No one gains anything from you meditating. I wouldn't be recommending it if it didn't help. And again, it's got to be a daily effort. It's got to be something you try and do every single day and you don't hold any kind of judgment. You have like, you practice a bit of stoicism and you don't do it with the expectation. Like, oh, I hope to clear my mind of thoughts and shit. No, no, no. All I want you to do is just show up to practice. Stop thinking about clearing your thoughts. Stop thinking about, oh, does it work? It doesn't work, whatever. Just show up to the meditation practice each and every day. And there'll be a moment where it just hits your dumb ass and you're like, oh, this is what it does. That's amazing. I wish everyone else would do this. I wish I started this earlier. That Hamza guy was right. I shouldn't have been a dumbass who said that meditation doesn't work. And finally, dopamine detox. I want you to think right now that all those easy dopamine, those instant gratification activities that we're trying to avoid, they are causing your amygdala to to get louder. So severely reducing or even eliminating those behaviors would then at least stop their effect on your amygdala. And usually when you go onto something like the dopamine detox and you're spending most of your day on delayed gratification like exercise and journaling, automatically the habits that you then choose to level up 
are also the habits that level up your PFC. So I found a direct correlation between how much of the bad habits someone does and how loud their amygdala is. That's how it was for me. That's how it is for 100% of the people that I've, that I've ever met in my life. So I think that this is a fact. These average bad behaviors, Netflix, video games, porn, YouTube, junk food, drugs, it strengthens your amygdala and it weakens your PFC. Do the opposite of that. Cure yourself of these addictions and hop on the dopamine detox. Not the clickbait version, not the 24 hour on a Sunday, like that's gonna do anything. It's a lifestyle change. This is something you just follow each and every day and we're not doing it for a challenge. We're not doing it to tell people like, hey guys, I'm, a, I'm on a dopamine detox. Like, Shut up, bro. I'm on a dopamine detox. Shut up, what the f***, you dumbass. Oh, I'm gonna do a dopamine detox tomorrow. No, a dopamine detox isn't something you do. It's not something you try. It's not something that is like a challenge that you tell people about and you're acting proud. No, it's just a lifestyle change that you no longer indulge in those easy dopamine activities or at least severely reduce to the point that you only keep like the absolute most fun instant gratification activities. That is it. These two behaviors, meditation and dopamine detoxing, that is what has killed my lizard brain in the last eight months. I urge you, if you want the benefits of someone with a reduced lizard brain, a reduced amygdala, to, to really consider this and start with education. Start with learning so much about meditation and dopamine detoxing. Learn about instant gratification. I've got like the whole playlist. Learn about mindfulness, the benefits of meditation. Just know that every time you learn something about these things, you're just more likely to do it because you're more motivated. You won't really see much educational stuff about the dopamine detox because it's mostly full of the big YouTubers who are just lying to you for clickbait. Like, I'll reset your mind in 24 hours. Uh, they say that stuff because it's far more marketable obviously saying you can reset your mind in 24 hours, just do this on a Sunday. It's far more marketable even though it's not valuable to people. So if you search for dopamine detoxing, personally, I never found anything of value. I had to go and experiment it by myself and that's why I'm here today on this eight month dopamine detox. I did a class on it. So if you wanna learn directly from me, I did a one hour class where I explained the differences between the 24 hour version and the lifestyle change that I'm on. The lifestyle dopamine detox is, in my opinion, it's absolutely necessary for everyone who's on the self-improvement. I feel like your self-improvement is is hindered. It's it's handicapped if you're still addicted to the instant gratifications. So I made a Skillshare class of how to do the detox just like I do. The Skillshare link is in the description. You can watch it for free using their free trial. So you should probably go and watch that if you want some education on this. So think of these two, meditation and dopamine detoxing. Think of them as the 20% of activities that get you 80% of the lizard brain killing results. There, there probably is some other things that would help, but these two, at least for me, has made a very, very drastic, life-changing difference in just a couple of months. You might think, but, 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 but a couple of months is a long, shut up, bro, a couple of months is a long time. Bro, the time's gonna pass anyway. It's January right now. Let's say that you could have a significant difference in your, you know, your decision-making, your amygdala versus PFC argument in your head. You could have a significant difference in that before June. The time is gonna pass anyway. You can hop onto this right now. You can think right now, this is gonna be an intention that I set myself that I wanna reduce my lizard brain. Or you can just forget about this video. And either way, when June comes around, that version of you, the older version of you is gonna look back at you in January and just either be proud or look back with some self-hatred. It's your choice. And I look back at my younger self with pride and gratitude.
a good way to be. I think you should try that. You can book a 30-minute call with me for free using the first link in the description. You can let me know what your main struggle is in life and we'll have the chat and I'll just give you my best advice for it. Go to that top link in the description now. If you like this video and especially the topic of, you know, instant gratification, the modern day addictions, ruining your brain and how to overcome that, then my channel is probably for you. My name is Hamza and I do videos on young men's self-improvement. So if that's interesting, then turn on the post notifications and you'll get a message when I next upload a video. I have a restricted reading section email newsletter. I share the best posts that have gave me the most value. So if you're anything similar to me, these posts will honestly change your life. Every single Sunday, I just send the email out. You get a bunch of links and you get my analysis, my interpretation of what's been written on the, the Reddit posts. You can't really find these Reddit posts anywhere else because they get kind of like they get banned immediately. So you kind of need someone to send you the link. Once I send you the email, you'll know why. Go to the email newsletter link in the description to sign up to that. A playlist has just popped up on screen, self-improvement essentials. If you like this video, then I think you'll find a lot of value in that. Click on it right now to watch it. Take care. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.